BJ O'Neill here with the Business Coaching Success Podcast. So glad you're here where I share with you strategies, tools, and tips to be able to grow your business coaching practice to six figures and beyond as a Christian business coach. Let's jump in. All right, in this episode of the Business Coaching Success Podcast, we're talking about the challenges that coaches can have related to um, not being successful and that all stemming from distractions. Now, we say that um, why coaches don't succeed. I'm not suggesting that it's just about coaches who fail completely. But some coaches take you know way too long to either A, get their first client, or B, just certainly even get anywhere close to the goals that they said that they have in building their business coaching practice. And I see this every day. And um, you know, we have well over 60 plus, at least at the time of this recording, February of 2024, um, 60 plus coaches around the country, lots of different backgrounds. And with that many people, you obviously would recognize lots of different personalities. And we see it every day where you, you get somebody who doesn't have like a lot of business background, yet they become uber successful. Or those who have a significant amount of business background, but they, they struggle and they uh, um and by struggling, I just mean that they're not hitting the strides that they want to they want to hit, or they just can't seem to get clients at all. And when you look at that, you have to kind of ask the question, well, how is that? How is how can some you know, make it work? and some not. And I'll tell you that while, yes, you have to follow strategies, you have to follow plans. At the end of the day, though, like anything else that you do in life, it requires a set of disciplines to see things through. Well, distractions are by far one of those challenges that coaches can fall into that trap. So recently, um, I had a conversation with one of our coaches, I say recently, within the last year, um, who begin to, you know, share, you know, their challenges. And as we had this conversation and we were kind of going back and forth, I'm like, well, why are you, he was beginning to now tell me what he was working on. And I'm like, well, why are you doing that now? Because it was different than what he had told me, you know, just weeks and months before. And by the way, weeks and months before that, that was different than before that. And so the list kind of goes on and on. And they began to go down a road of um, they'd had some clients, they lost some clients, kind of thing. Um, but every it felt like every single time that I talked to him, great guy by the way, it was always different. The story was always different. What he was working on was always different, um, and kind of so on and so on. And I finally just had to say, hey, pump the brakes just for a second. I just need to be really frank with you. And by the way, I have a saying that I use that says to be unclear. Is to be unkind, and I don't want to be unkind. Now I'll never be, you know, um, uh, rude or mean or ugly, but I absolutely have no problem with just being frank. And I'm gonna say, and I said, look, you're gonna be in the exact spot you're in three months from now, six months from now, and one year from now because of one thing and one thing only: you are heavily distracted. Period. And by the way, a lot of entrepreneurs have what we call the shiny optic syndrome to where very difficult to stay focused. But I'm just going to tell you now, if you're just starting out building your business coaching business or if you're considering and you're you're thinking about, hey, I want to, you know, I would love to make a significant impact on the lives of other businesses, 
uh, business owners and help them significantly grow the revenues and the profits of their business. If that is you, I need to tell you that one of the, the underbelly foundational principles is discipline and avoiding or working hard to avoid distraction as, as much as possible. So just a few things I want you to think about as you, again, if you're considering coaching or if you are already coaching as it is right now. Now, specifically, if you don't know, I work with Christian men, giving them a done-for-you six-figure business coaching practice so that they can live life on their terms. But that cannot happen if you are heavily distracted. And I do want to be very clear. It doesn't mean that you have to 100% just focus on business coaching. As a matter of fact, many of our coaches also do other things. Some still have a W-2 job. Actually, many still have either a W-2 or they own a business or whatever. But what I'm referring to is that as you're building your plans, as you're building your strategy, as you're building your tactics, you must create your plans and stick to your plans and only adjust them every so often. And if you don't, and you constantly are going, to, you're constantly going to face the entire tyranny of just change, and that's not going to help you at all. So, challenge number one is lack of follow through. Because of the distraction, the plans that we have, the plans that we create, the plans that we work through, the plans that we, you know, either work with your coach or other accountability partners, whatever, if you don't see those through because of distraction, it's going to make it very difficult for you to be able to succeed. Let me give you an example. I think examples uh, help in most cases. Um, you know, there's you're going to have to make a decision in building a coaching business. Where am I going to get my leads and clients? Like, what's that process going to look like? How am I going to reach out to people and so on? Well, one of those strategies by far is your sphere of influence. And when we talk about that, I mean, everybody knows, you know, you have a neighbor, you have family people, you have people that go to your church. Um, you've got, you know, you know, a dentist, you probably know a banker and so on. Well, those people are, are collectively make up your sphere of influence. And there is a solid way to approach them to get connected to people that they know, period. And so many coaches avoid this because they don't understand how to do it. Even with the best plans, even with the best strategy, it doesn't mean that it's just going to be, you know, snap your fingers and voila, you now have, you know, all these leads coming in from your sphere. No, there's a process, there is a plan, and then you have to go work it right? And so let's just say that, you know, you wrote down 50 people in your sphere of influence and you begin to work down the path of connecting with each of those. Number one, we have to understand that people are busy, right? Some people are going through challenging times. Some are just, you know, they're traveling. There's like a thousand different things that go on. You are not necessarily at the top of their list today. But what happens is coaches will do this for a few days, a few weeks, whatever. And because they don't see the volume that they think that they should see, they begin to take their foot off the gas. In other words, their output begins to lessen. They get frustrated that they're not seeing results that they want to see because they they inaccurately have this idea that it's just going to be completely simple and you're going to be in front of a ton of people in no time. While that can work, it only works when you're consistent. And so when that happens, they take their foot off the gas, and then they think that a different strategy is going to work far better. 
and they get distracted by not following through over time the plan that they said that they were going to use to build their leads and uh, their um, uh, prospects. Get my words out. And so that alone is a distraction. And then what will happen? The, the individual that will do that right there, they'll get distracted with the next strategy, claiming it's going to work better. And here's what's going to happen. Because of a lack of discipline, they're going to apply the same type of lack of effort. It's not going to work as well. And guess what? They're going to get distracted because of lack of follow-through. And go. they'll say, well, this is over here is a lot better. And so we see this constantly. Versus the coaches who apply discipline to stay consistent over time and see things through are the ones who do get leads, who do get prospects, and who do get clients. This is not rocket science, and I definitely don't want to talk down to you. I'm just telling you right now, the one that will follow through and quit making excuses and just do it will succeed. Point blank, period, done. Happens every day. I see it all the time. Okay. Number two, just the paradox of abundance of ideas. Look, I'm an ideas guy. But the problem with all of the ideas is that when you, is it number one, it's when you wake up the next day with a different thought, we have this, you know, dopamine hit that just rushes through us because we think, oh my gosh, I got to do that. Now, there might be occasional moments where that might be true, but by and large, it's not because it's going to distract you from the plans that you've already created. Okay. So what you need to do is you need to create a list or I should say a place where you're going to house all of these ideas. For, for me, I'm an Apple person. So I have used, used, I just use Apple notes and I have a place where every single time I get a new idea, I write it down. I close the book, right? And I get back to my plans. And unless there's just something about that new idea that's so revolutionary, I've learned the sabotage that'll take effect by jumping from one idea to the next, to the next, to the next, and not seeing something through. As a matter of fact, my encouragement to you is when you get that new idea, sleep on it a few nights and see how you feel about it. it you know, if it's a Monday, you got an idea, see how you feel about that idea on Thursday. See if you're still as excited because the, the one thing I absolutely love about the entrepreneurial spirit is enthusiasm and ideas. But the problem is, if you're not careful, you let those ideas rip you from your strategy and your tactics for success. Let that sink in. And by the way, sleep is the great eraser of the mind. And oftentimes when we go to bed on something, we wake up the next day, that enthusiasm that we had isn't always the same. It will be for the things that we love the most, but when they're just flighty ideas, here today, gone tomorrow, they will, they will flee. And so you want to just keep a list of those ideas. You want to stick to your plans, okay? And the third thing, the third issue, I should say, and the last, is inefficient time allocation to a plan to master. I'm going to say that again. An inefficient time allocation for a plan to master whatever it is that you're mastering. Look, a significant part of growing a business coaching business is staying in the networking game, meaning staying connected to people, getting to know new people, adding value, building trust, uh, developing strong relationships. 
in all the ways. But when you just do things, you just dabble in them, you're going to get dabble-like results. And so you want to have a heart. You want to have a desire. You want to have a plan for mastery. Mastery. Let that sink in. You cannot afford to do things halfway. And I will tell you, we've got coaches on our team right now. They're spread too thin because they've been unwilling to master one or two areas, and they're dabbling in four or five, and they're wearing themselves out. They're frustrated, and they're like, I just don't know if this is for me. When that's not the big the issue. The bigger issue is they're not consistent, and they're not solid with their plans to master them. Over the weekend, um, or I should say last week, we had a water issue in our home, and uh, some water got into our kitchen ceiling. Not not a lot, but enough to, um, you know, make a mess. We'll say it that way. But nothing crazy, and not enough to make an insurance claim, and certainly not enough to probably hire someone to fix some of the ceiling areas that just needed needed to be uh, fixed. I can do some of those things by myself. All right, and so I begin to um, I begin to you know patch the the uh, the areas that were that gotten damp. We had to you know cut some areas out and small little holes and whatnot, and then they had to you know plaster those or you know use the spackle and then sand them. Well, if you've never done that before, I mean there is an art to sanding. There really is. And as I begin to sand those areas, you know, I had this brief moment of thought. I'm like, you know, these are 12 foot ceilings. No one's really gonna notice if I do a kind of a not great job, but do just enough to get the job done. I mean, no one's looking up necessarily. And then it hit me, I'm like, but that's the problem with that type of thinking is that completely sabotages your desire to A, do it right, and B, to master it and do a job well done. And business growth is the same way. When we have this, you know what, I'm just barely going to do this. You know, I've done this for a few days. It's not working like I thought it was. I probably just need to shift to something different. It's probably not going to work out anyway. Like these are the kind of thoughts that, as believers, as Christians, the enemy absolutely wants to sabotage you with. So you've got to give yourself appropriate amount of time. And I told myself, no, I need to take the extra time and the extra care to do this correctly. Now I'm not going to be a master carpenter per se, but you should be able to get the point. So I hope these these keys are sinking into you. If you're considering becoming a coach, I will tell you right now, have a heart for mastery, number one. Have a heart to see things through. Have a plan to trap all of your ideas, but stay consistent to just a couple of them because you do not need more than a couple at a time. There's basically only about eight eight or so areas that a coach is ever going to use to build their business coaching business. And, you know, just because one thing is amazing for one coach doesn't mean it's going to transfer exactly the same way for another. And so you, have, you do have to find what works for you, but bigger than that, you have to spend the time to master it, to be dedicated, and to not get distracted on the days it's working, on the days it's not working. And when it's not working, you find out why and, and adjust. You find out what are the things I need to do to make it work. It will work. Networking works. Doing workshops work. 
connecting with your sphere of influence and getting to know others absolutely works. Um, creating you know, partnership opportunities for referrals absolutely works. It only doesn't work for those who aren't consistent to see it through. That's when it doesn't work. And so if you're, if you're coaching right now and the, 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 um, the avenue that you're using isn't working, number one, if you haven't chosen one, there's, there's part of your problem. But if the avenue you're, isn't working, I would encourage you to evaluate it, number one. Am I really putting, you know, if, if you, even if you only have two hours a week, if that's all you have, and by the way, you can absolutely build, start a coaching business with a couple hours a week, period. People do it every day. I did it. But usually people, we spend more time making excuses as to why it didn't work than actually making it work. Don't get trapped with too many ideas. Don't get distracted. See things through and have the heart for mastery. If you are listening to this or watching this uh, episode today and you're like, you know what? I do want to make an impact into the lives of others. Uh, you just don't know where to start. That gap is you don't have systems. You don't have tools. You don't have resources. Where do I start? You're wanting to figure that out. You can go to businesscoachmastery.com. That's businesscoachmastery.com. There's some information that you can get there that will answer that question uh, for you. And if you're just curious about what does it take and how will it will how will the done-for-you system that we utilize at Business Coach Mastery work for me, we can schedule a time there. There's uh, some uh, information there to uh, to chat, and we can go from there. All right? Until next time, take care.